0: It's a Doggy Dog World is brought to you by Dog.com. For everything and anything dog, shop Dog.com today for all the top brands, Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at Dog.com and use the promo code SADDOGGY, S-A-D-D-O-G-G-Y, and get $15 off your order of $75 or more.
2: It's a big world out there and you're just looking for a pat on the back, or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success, and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke.
3: Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me tonight are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello! And Kate Abbott, she forgot her name! I <laughs> uh, Better <boo. laughs> forgot how to say hello! <laughs> oh yes, this oh. is going to be one of those podcasts! <laughs> anyway, today what I want to talk about, and luckily Kate and Petra want to go along with me... That's so uh, nice of her. Yes, <laughs> is uh, my new book. I've got a new book out called A Dog in the House. Yay! <laughs> 30 experts offer advice on living with and loving your dog. Excellent pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I want to talk about some of the reasons behind the book, and then we're going to pick a couple of chapters that I think might have a lot of information to offer you and share them with you in this podcast. So hang on. We'll have a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back.
2: Sit. Stay. It's a doggy-dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
3: There's a movement afoot. Shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop Shoebuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store.
0: Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com.
4: FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's 7-Day Satisfaction Guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD.
0: Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code DOGGYDOG at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com. Code word D-O-G-G-Y-D-O-G.
4: From Paris, New York, and around the globe, get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. If you've got a passion for pet fashion and a flair for animal wear, this is the ultimate place to take a peek at what's chic in the world of designer pet fashion and cool new pet products. The Pet Set, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.
2: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com We know you're begging for more So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts Kate Abbott and Petra Burke
3: Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World Today we're talking about my new book A Dog in the House and this book actually, and I hate to say this, no I don't, I will say it anyway, kind of grew out of my dissatisfaction with a certain best-selling dog book that was also turned into a movie that was based on dog problems. A dog that got (laughs) into
1: trouble all the time. And... With a not very sympathetic view of dog trainers either.
3: Right, right. In fact, uh, Kate gave me the book and
1: it was it was a joke gift, folks. It was a joke <laughs> gift.
3: I admit I did not read the whole thing. No, I think I made it through the first chapter. <laughs> no, thank you. Anyway, A Dog in the House is a book about solutions rather than problems. Rather than emphasizing problems, I wanted to show that we don't have to have so many problems when we're living with dogs.
1: And that there's a lot of solutions
3: that are relatively easy to implement.
1: And you do do that in the chapter. You talk about a problem, ways to solve it. But then in the process of talking about that, what I really love is making people aware and preventing the problem before it gets really bad. Definitely. Yep,
4: exactly. Which I'm now realizing more since, was it since last podcast to now, I got a puppy. Right. So now I have a four and a half month old Australian Shepherd. So
1: this is, yeah, now it's really hitting (laughs) home again. It's been six years since i had a puppy. <laughs> oh, yeah. The time management's real what important. What was the, the phrase you just used? Complacency when you have well-behaved adult dogs. Older dogs, dogs. Yes.
3: yeah. Yep.
1: yep. Yep.
3: So one of the first chapters that I thought I would pull out of the book and talk about is actually subject matter that often isn't in many dog books. You
1: don't hear too much about time management in a dog book. Well, they'll blithely say something like, a puppy should go out every two hours and should be on a regular schedule, but how do you do that and still do a a regular job? I mean,
4: these days, like myself, many people are extremely busy, have more than one job, and yet they will give good homes to dogs and should learn how the time management works.
3: So, first of all, let's talk about some of the things that dogs need that requires time. Exercise is certainly one of those. Mm-hmm. When you've got either a puppy or an adolescent dog, like I have. Since our last podcast, my puppy, Cisco, has turned into a teenager. <laughs> and so I'm concentrating more on making sure he gets the exercise because a tired puppy is a happy dog owner.
4: <laughs> yes, and a puppy who will live. <laughs> yeah, and the same thing. I mean, if I notice if work out my young one now Rio and he's a happy boy in the evening lays there at my feet and settled in for the evening but exercise is important and you know you could do it like I find myself doing it if I'm outside just watering trees or whatever I have a frisbee ball just start Mm -hmm. throwing it and he's bringing it back I just throw it so I'm watering doing my thing having fun he's getting exercise everyone's happy and that leads us to the
3: next one playtime. I mean exercise can be a unique thing playtime
1: can be different or they can be one of the same I and know. I'm gonna throw training in there too yeah well training should training. be part of playtime sure should be part of exercise time mm-hmm. yeah Because yep. I'm always on my soapbox about exercising the mind mm-hmm. as well as the body
4: oh yeah and well, uh, playtime or exercise time is good to start teaching them names of the toys mm-hmm. and that's what we're in the middle frisbee ball mm-hmm. whatever toy there is
1: teaching the names he
4: goes to start retrieving those Get Mm -hmm. that
1: mind tired as well as the body.
4: Yep, Mm -hmm.
1: exactly. I'm on a chat group for people that dance with their dogs, Mm -hmm. freestyle dancing, and they were comparing it to um, agility, and the two common concepts that they got out of it was, first of all, training can be fun. Right. Mm -hmm. And two, the idea that to the dog as well as the person, that it's teamwork. Mm -hmm. The person and the dog doing something together. Mm Mm-hmm. So even five minutes of that can Mm -hmm. be worth half an hour of playing with a ball all by himself. Although I
3: do teach my puppies to do that also. Yeah. I get some big marrow bones, and when they chew all the good stuff out of it, I'll put peanut butter in the marrow bone. Or I have the uh, Kong Wobbler or the Nina Otteson Pyramid and put some treats inside because I want them to be able to occupy themselves also, Mm -hmm. both when I leave the house... To prevent separation anxiety, and when I'm sitting at the computer for long hours, and the dogs are in the room with me, I don't want a puppy sitting there going, "Hmm, what to do? What to do? What to do?" Yeah, let's keep you busy.
1: And with so time do constraints, both. do a little of both. Uh huh. Yep. So your time with your dog is more effective. Yes. At tiring them out.
3: Yeah. yeah. I think something else that people need to keep in mind as far as time management goes is maintaining a feeding routine, especially when you've got puppies. I know Mm -hmm. he's well house trained now and I'm not worried about him and I'm sure Rio's doing pretty good. Yeah, he's doing really good. But you do have to be aware that when you feed the puppy or even the adult dog, a routine is good for house training, for regular habits. And, hey, they look forward to it. Oh, yeah. You know, feeding time is a big part of their life. and Works for me. Yeah. And the more it's on a routine, the better. Since our last podcast, Archer's been sick. And he's on three little meals now a day. And he's thrilled. (laughs) He's thrilled with three meals. (laughs) But that routine is important. And then house training continuing with the feeding schedule the house training schedule
4: oh yeah and you know i regularly take the older dogs out when i'm you know home just every hour or so but now with the puppy a little more aware and he's learning now to go to the door to ask Mm -hmm. out but it hasn't given me the any type of cue yet yeah i mean he'll stand there and he'll look at the door and he'll look at me but if i'm not paying attention so we're you know learning and i'm trying to get him to Either bark or whine or do something, and then it's like, "Yeah, good job," and go outside. But again, schedule and take him out on a regular basis. He's learning potty and going potty on command. He does it now on command. Such a wonderful command! Oh, I yeah. know,
3: I love it. And so that love means it.
1: that means going out
3: with the dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Weather is cold Excuse or me. rain. <laughs> You've never met my dog, but I'm calling to ask you, how do I get him to go in one spot in the backyard? Walk you out with it. With- you have to go with him.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Watch him, give him a cue, praise well, him. I give him a biscuit when he comes back in. Yeah, well, he dashes out, turns around, comes back in, gets right. a biscuit, and goes potty. Exactly. Yeah. I think Cisco, well, all of my recent dogs, Riker, Bashir, Archer, Cisco, all house trained so quickly with minimal accidents. Cisco has, has not had one accident in the house. Bashir never had an accident. I think Archer had one. Riker had one. Mm -hmm. Because I get them outside. I go out with them. Give them a command. Praise them out there. At the moment. At at the moment. Exactly. Bring treats with you. And then when everybody's done, then we all go back in together and we're all... Dancing and prancing, <laughs> and we're so good. We
1: went body. <laughs> it's the body party. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Then you don't have any accidents. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Then you can spend more time with your dog and not using the automatic rug cleaner. Exactly. Or mm-hmm. well, we have tile, but same, still, still, same
3: thing. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, time has to talk. Going back to time needed for your dog training, whether it's combined with the play, whether it's training in the house. And when we talk about training, when the three of us talk about training, we don't mean training, put the leash on your dog, go out in the front yard and drill. Although, you can do that. But training in the house, training in the backyard, training exactly. is part
1: of life. When I throw a ball and say, go get it, and he grabs it and brings it and I say, give it. That's, that's training. training. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I say, sit and wait for me to put your food bowl down. Now you can have it. Mm-hmm. That's training. Mm-hmm. And okay.
3: we're
4: doing that we constantly. Yeah. You know, anything that Rhea wants is now you gotta work for it. Mm-hmm. All throughout the day. You know, before exactly so turn through. turn the stereo
1: on, I start dancing. Go between my legs, go weave in and out, wait and out. That's training. Yeah. Yep. But walking, fun. walking
3: down the hallway with an arm full of laundry. Move. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's training. Sometimes I think I'd like to change the word from training to communicating. True. Because it's probably what we're coming up with common words that we each understand the Mm -hmm. action we want taken because of it. But first you have to understand the word.
3: Well, that's where I was saying recently the phrase that came to mind was um, compliance and cooperation. Yep. Right. From both sides, the human side and the dog side.
1: Compliance and cooperation. Um, With the foreign exchange student.
3: Yes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's (laughs) furry and has four legs. Okay, so those are the some things that your dog needs from you that require time. We've got exercise, play, feeding schedule, potty schedule, training. Those all take time. Grooming, body care, those all take time. So, how do we create that? Well, most of us who are busy, the first thing we need to do is make a schedule.
4: You know, and I'd say the crazy is like my life is, I just do it constantly any opportunity I have you know when I get home from my first job and to get ready to come here I right now is well like I said the older dogs they know the routine but Rio has to learn it so it's six I got to put you collar and leash on and then get in then
1: you know ex having them
4: sit for whenever for each time It's you just fit it in Mm -hmm.
1: but you're saying it's a routine already It's a routine that you're Mm -hmm. adding in the puppy's additional needs. Yeah, yeah. So you have that list for years of doing it. Yeah. Somebody new to owning a dog may need to actually sit down and make a list. Mm -hmm. Something to post on the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And be Mm -hmm. realistic. Exactly. Be realistic, otherwise you won't do it. And I think
3: that's the big part of it, make a workable schedule. Right. A schedule that's going to work for you and a schedule that's going to work for your dog. And that may take a little compromise on both sides. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have one good time that you can give your dog a chunk of time and you do exercise, play time and training and maybe grooming.
1: I think most people end up doing it 5 minutes here 10 minutes there sure. whatever but that's yeah. that's, that's fine different. too. Yeah. You have to uh what you told the the woman in class the other day who sighed and said, "Well, when she got home from work, she had all these chores to do." Mm-hmm. So she just really didn't have any time to spend with her young really trying to be a good boy Aussie
3: and the first thing that came to my mind I had to swallow because it was well then why did you get a puppy and why did you get a very active breed puppy and I did swallow that and I did put that back down
1: <laughs> and you very nicely and I her.
3: said chores will wait, who cares if chores get done hmm. and I told her in my house right now which was very true The shed dog hair and dust bunnies were growing legs and coming to life. (laughs) And, you know, that's not our normal, but we've had a sick dog at home. A sick dog and a puppy and a very worried husband. So the vacuuming will get done probably tomorrow afternoon. But It'll be there tomorrow. It'll be there tomorrow. And in the meantime, who cares? Yeah. You know, the chores can wait. And I'm not sure she got it because she really looked at me like, what? And then I tried to explain, your Aussie's only going to be a puppy for a short period of time. And she's still complaining about the dog's behavior. So spend the time with the dog now when she needs
1: it. So when you're making your to-do list, uh, yes, it may be laundry and um, washing the dishes and so forth, but it's also teaching your dog so that later on... All that time that you've spent with him, letting a few dust bunnies grow up around the house, will pay off in having a dog. Well, the other thing she
3: said was that she puts the dog out in the backyard while she's doing her chores. And I said, let her be inside with you. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Ossie's going to follow you around anyway. So as you're doing your chores, let her follow you around. Heck, I have four dogs following me around Except when I turn the vacuum cleaner on, and then they all disappear. <laughs> but four dogs following me around. I have an armful of laundry. They follow me down the hallway, across the living room, to the laundry and the garage, and then I come back in, and they fall. Fo- okay, what? What are we doing now, Mom? And hey, you
1: teach them move when you've move, got laundry. Move, or your when room. I
3: go to the garage, everybody sit, wait. I open the door, take the laundry out. Okay, so. Fitting the dog in, having the dog be a part of your life,
4: exactly,
1: and making that workable schedule. It's worth it, some extra time at the beginning because it'll pay it, off in a time, right? Over later. You know,
4: and it depends what your chores are. Some of the dogs figure out how to, I guess, help you, sure. I okay. know, I think it was just last weekend. I had bring the laundry out to mm-hmm. the garage, I drop a sock, mm-hmm. and Rio saw, like, oh, that's cool, and picked it up. So uh, he's he uh-huh. knows what give is now. So it's like, give, yeah, good job, yep. I'm like, good, you're helping me, you know. But and again. We got the chores done. He had some training, and we worked as a team and had a good time.
1: Yep. I didn't start teaching Walter to bring me my slippers Mm -hmm. as a time saver, but it's great now to be able to pat myself on the back. He is thrilled with doing it. Well, especially
3: now that you have two sore
1: toes and you'd rather not walk. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then I added on to taking my wet shoes back to my bedroom and bringing mm-hmm. the slippers. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was just thinking the other day, I'm gonna start with having him untie my shoes and take the shoe off, and then take it in the back and okay, bring my slippers. Okay, but slipper. don't have him pull your socks off until your no, toes no. are healed. <laughs> we had a talk about that the other day. Yeah, yeah I said no, we're not gonna start that yeah. one yet. Yeah, yeah. Because if he's even a millimeter off, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that'll be a ruined yeah. thing for a while.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay, now, to go along with time and schedule
1: how about let's not procrastinate don't procrastinate teaching your puppy yes. you can procrastinate on dust bunnies
4: yes yeah exactly yes.
1: because when you make your to-do list you need to prioritize yes. it too.
3: don't procrastinate on grooming don't procrastinate on house training don't procrasti- tra- procrastinate on other training because
4: that'll just grow into a whole different issue and get out of control and then it's easy to vacuum up the dust bunnies in yeah. seconds but try more- to if you're not consistent with house training that can get out of control if yeah. you have a dog you need to groom and you don't on a regular basis now you gotta deal with mats and it's pulling the skin and it's uncomfortable and it's or the dog hating and- it
1: because you haven't <sighs> done it regularly yep that's the yeah. And the amount of time of we're gonna spend on medicated baths and vet bills for the skin. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Those kind of snowball things. Snowball into out of controls. Those things snowball. Don't mm-hmm. procrastinate on teaching your puppy. Mm-hmm. Prioritize. Concentrate on what your long term goals are, which is having a, a well behaved family companion. Sure. I think
3: you know, one of the things we really have to, to remember when we've got a dog is whether we have one or two or four. I mean Kate has two Petra has (laughs) six. I have four. Hey, Paul and I really have four. We usually keep two. But his was getting older, and I wanted to be training a puppy up for when Bashir gets older. So, you know, when you make the commitment to have the dog, I think commitment's the key. Yeah. You have to make the commitment to do what the dog needs. And so that's real important.
1: And as you quoted your new book from Deb about because she's a very busy, high-level executive. Um, her commitment is to having her dogs be family members, well-behaved. So she just says, I just don't, I very, make very few commitments, or none, that interfere with my time with my husband and my dogs. Period. Because that's her family. Well, yeah. her son's just having taken off to college, but yeah. um, that's her family. So yeah. she that is her priority. And I'll
3: tell you what, if you need... A reinforcement of how important your dogs are. Paul and I got that when Archer was sick this last week. I always knew our dogs were important to us, but that just brought home exactly how important they are to us. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were really sick over him. We almost lost him. And Paul and I sat down and went, wow. <laughs> you know, they it's are. part of your family. They, they're, they're very important to us. Mm-hmm. So we make the commitment. We do what we need to do. All right. Well, that's chapter three in my book. Let's take a break for our sponsors. When we come back, we'll talk about what everybody's worried about nowadays, balancing the budget and dog ownership. There's some some good cost-saving tips for you without cutting your dog short. So hold on. We'll be right back.
2: Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
0: And the best care. So when you ask us
2: a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter
0: the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y, and save 10% on orders of $65 or more, plus free shipping at Petco.com.
2: where have you been oh grandma i've been busy you know? racing go daddy girl oh i built my own online store with go daddy really
3: let
0: me see
3: grandma's auction.com
2: hey are those grandpa's golf clubs mm-hmm. grandma
1: needs her bingo money
0: Use promo code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just seven forty nine dollars at GoDaddy.com. I love If you ask the question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take a back shot.
2: on iTunes.
1: Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the
0: bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk
2: pets. Let's talk pets on PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet <laughs> We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke.
3: Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Uh, today, Petra and Kate and I are talking about my new book called A Dog in the House. And in the first half of the show, we talked about uh, time management. Now we're talking about Basically, budgeting, because it can be expensive to have a dog.
4: True. <laughs> Especially if you don't have a healthy one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love yeah. my dog, but... Yeah.
1: That bill's are part of it. I mean, um, <laughs> poor, poor and my Gina, she's got a chronic back problem. Yeah. That's going to be for... I have to budget for that. Yeah, exactly. For her medications.
3: Well, let's start first with the puppy. You and I both... Patreon and I both have
4: puppies, so some expected costs from puppyhood. One when we both you and I were looking, I think we were both just shocked by how much they're uh, they were charging out yeah. there for. Because we both were looking for Aussies. Yeah. Um,
3: well, if you're adopting from you're a live. shelter, you're probably talking a hundred to three hundred dollars dog from a shelter nowadays. Yeah.
1: Seems like more like three. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: If you're buying from a breeder. 500 to 1500. Yeah. I mean, and more if you're looking for a show puppy. Yeah. Your initial supplies, if you need a dog crate. Now, luckily, both you and I yeah. have crates <laughs> yep. and extra dog bowls and extra leashes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if someone doesn't have those, you're talking about a crate, which can
1: be $100 or more.
4: That's why we say go to um, garage, garage sales because I see them for just twenty bucks. Them. Yeah.
1: A lot of humane societies have thrift shops and things like that, and people do tend to donate pet-related items. Sure.
3: Yeah. Just clean them well. Clean you them. Know, exactly. Bleach them well. Bowls, toys. Don't skimp on the toys. They need toys because otherwise they're chewing on your shoes. Mm-hmm. Your first veterinary exam, seventy-five to a hundred dollars, depending on whether the puppy needs shots and to be wormed, spaying and neutering hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars easily microchipping heartworm prevention training classes training classes (laughs) you know there's some costs here now you can cut some costs by going to the Humane Society gift shops you can cut some costs by well let's say first your first exam go to the vets have the veterinarian check over your puppy Make sure you got a healthy puppy, or or identify any potential problems. After that, once he's he's been seen and he's healthy, shots you can go to the shot clinics. Mm-hmm. You can save some money there.
4: Mm-hmm. Spaying and neutering they have a lot of those uh, low cost spay neutering uh, clinics, clinics or mobile clinics around too. Right. So there's some costs you can you
3: can uh, save there. Another thing that actually I have signed my dogs up for is after all the years, these years, I finally got pet health insurance. That's a premium every month out of my pocket. But boy, I sure would have liked to have it in effect when Archer got sick. <laughs> yeah. It was going to be effective three days after he got sick.
1: Oh,
3: wow. <laughs> oh, I got it on Just the feasting. first of the month, and it oh, has a no. 15-day waiting period. But it'll be there for any future problems.
1: I like the way a friend of mine did, too. He went to the vet that he's been going to for many years and said, okay, you tell me which insurance program do you find helps people the most and that you like working with.
3: And actually, there's a wonderful website, and I didn't memorize it and didn't bring it with me, but if you if you go up and do an Internet search, Comparison of Pet Insurance Programs, mm. there's a website up there that takes All of the pet insurance programs and compares them in various categories What they cover what they don't cover what deductibles there are what percentage of coverage there is Whether it's customizable For example for my three youngest dogs I could get full coverage for Riker because he's older and he already has a pre-existing condition his hip dysplasia I could only get accident coverage Mm. But I knew that going in because I'd already compared all the programs. So there are some places where you can see all of the the programs compared against each other and then make a choice. And there's also a rating system where other people have rated these programs that have had them and how well they worked for them.
1: I'd rather make my choice on how much I can afford at that time rather than the choice of can I afford to keep my puppy dog alive or not. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. a exactly. horrible choice to make.
3: Yeah. So Paul and I did break down and get the pet health insurance, even though it's more out of pocket initially. That's why we have insurance. That's why we have car insurance. Exactly. Yeah.
4: Pet first aid classes.
3: Oh, definitely.
4: I mean, Kate's our instructor. Resident instructor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I really enjoy teaching those classes because so much of the time. Well, A, you might be able to save a dog's or a cat's life. Sure. Mm-hmm. B, you might be able to reduce the impact of any trauma or condition upon a dog if you can treat well and quickly before going to the vets. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So you can reduce I'm your I'm a
4: cost. believer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
4: yeah. I mean, if I didn't do the basic... CPR and everything with Keely. I don't know how big that bill was. I was so lucky I was able to get out of there. Keely got stung by some Africanized bees Mm. and stopped breathing. She 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 tried to
1: die. Otherwise known as killer bees.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, went blue, stopped everything. And it was, you know, the whole CPR thing and brought her back. And by the time we got to the vet, she was sitting in my lap going, why are we here? Mm-hmm. You know, so that was within minutes, obviously, and um, I he left the I left her there just for like three hours, but it, surprisingly, for an emergency on a weekend, I walked out there with under two hundred dollars, which just, is almost unheard of. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, and
3: yeah, and it's all this the, this past response, this past week with Archer being sick, by having a little bit of knowledge, I could tell the veterinarian. This is going well, this is not. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about this. And when he asked questions, I could answer him. So, a oh, firm believer in the pet first aid classes. Oh, yeah. I mean, for the, a
1: minor output of money. And the peace of mind? Is this like the of yeah. commercials? This may cost this much, but peace of mind is, is priceless. But it can also save you money in your medical costs sure to know what to do ahead of time definitely
3: I think something else that people need to think about when when they're balancing costs and they're talking about a budget is sometimes quality is cheaper
1: I will never skimp on a good quality food
3: yeah exactly because in the long run that saves you all the vet bills yeah and that's the important one but even the basic of a good quality food you feed less Whereas a cheaper food, you may buy it for cheaper, but you probably have to give your dog four times as much.
1: And buy bigger poop bags. And buy bigger bigger poopers. <laughs> and your dog may have
4: an allergy to something in the food, and then he's itching, and then you're spending money on vet, vet bills, bills, or a bed and drill, or shots, or allergies or who knows. Yeah. I mean, that adds up quickly.
1: Yeah. Even a good quality toy. I mean, we laugh about Walter being addicted to his Planet Dog Ball. Oh, my dogs love the Planet Dog Balls, too. I I can't say anything bad about them. And then when I heard they were discontinuing one particular model that he absolutely adores, I called up the factory and bought the last three cases. Okay, so I'm a little extreme.
4: Yeah. But the other day, I <laughs> well, was like... last his lifetime. <laughs> I did, I and looked, then the next dog's
1: lifetime, and, you know. <laughs> I picked up one of his balls the other day, and it's bizarre that I know this, but I know that ball is six years old. <laughs> was it his first one? And I'm just, I was contemplating whether I should throw it away because he's just now almost split it entirely half. Well, he, in half. he oh, had split funny. one
3: before that it split a lot, and I know it got thrown away before. So I know he's gone through at
1: least one. But, you know, yeah, with, what has he got? 36 <laughs> in his stockpile. Um, really?
4: How many? But is he if he goes
1: through one or, we'll say two, two every six years, oh my gosh. You've got. Five dollars worth. Five of, of dogs balls. Worth. I mean, watch that's, your next
3: dog is not going to like them. it. Out, no, <laughs> and
1: you'll, all your dogs will be getting planet dog balls for Christmases. But I mean, that's an investment that has just paid yeah. off in enjoy joy and longevity—a yeah. sure. quality yeah. toy. Yeah. I mean, he gets toys for gifts. Yeah, that I give it to him and think forty-five seconds. Yeah, it's gone. I'll pick up the pieces now. Yeah, well, exactly.
3: Cisco has right. learned how to disembowel tennis balls. Yeah, I mean, they last five minutes, right. mm-hmm. and then I get worried because I'm afraid he's going to swallow pieces. Right. So our house has lots of planet dog balls, but yep. so yeah, you don't want to
4: skimp on those e- either.
3: Okay, now dog beds.
4: We hear it every time. I got him a dog bed and he chewed it up that same night. And we keep going. And why do you keep
1: buying a dog bed?
3: Especially expensive ones. There's yeah. some really expensive
1: dog
4: beds yeah, out there.
1: Yeah, there is. Uh, a friend of all of ours who does pet sitting. Yeah. She just posted on YouTube a... Uh, Two of her boarding dogs had one of the dog beds. There were two yellow labs, and they had taken big one of the Big yellow labs, big yellow boys. I don't know if they took it outside or if the bed was outside, but a video of them playing tug of war and the stuffing in there. And they, she kept saying on the video, "I should be mad, but they're having so much fun." This was not an expensive bed, apparently. Yeah, been around but, a long time. But
3: even so, they totally destroyed they just, that bed, and it really didn't take very long. No. The dog trainer in me actually had a hard time with that. I I know know it was funny, and I know she posted it with tongue-in-cheek, but the dog trainer in me was going, (coughs) (coughs) Yes, teach the dogs to destroy something. Their owners are going to be so happy about that. Yeah,
4: wait for the next bed they try to
3: get.
1: But anyway, I... They don't need... Yeah, what did I go someplace? The people had gotten a rattan crate... With And then they've had uh, to match their living room furniture. Oh, jeez. So it fit in with their theme in the living room. How and quickly then, did the dog destroy it? Then they had the dog bed upholstered with the same material as the oh, couch. Geez. And we're talking a four-month-old terrier mix. Oh, oh. And I was like, you know, you might as well drape <laughs> that and put it in the safe deposit box for a while. Because this is not a safe thing for a terrier. No. Terriers. It's not no. safe. Yeah. And all your money is just going to be torn apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Quickly. Yeah. All right.
3: Now, I'll admit, Kate has taught me a few things over the years.
1: Well, well did you get that recorded? Did yeah, I have that recorded? <laughs> okay.
3: But one of those was buying in bulk. Yeah. I have to admit, in all these years, I had never bought dog stuff in bulk. But I refuse to buy dog pizzles and dog chewies now unless I buy in bulk it's so much cheaper.
1: I was introduced to the idea of cooperative buying a long time ago. So yeah. you get together friends with mutual interests. Yeah. Whether I think my first was marinated artichoke hearts. Oh, geez. We were all in love with them and had these wonderful recipes, but no way could we use, can I mention, C O S T? Costco's name. <laughs> um, or the big, huge warehouse, membership warehouse place.
3: No, we'll say Costco. Maybe Costco. there'll be a sponsor. <laughs> I mean,
1: I could not have gone through that I'm whole either jar yeah. before have we got I three. mold on it. Yeah. But we would get them, and then we would divvy them up amongst three or four families. Yeah. So the idea was natural to me when it came time to... Well, How much are the Pizzles individually?
3: Well, when we yeah, first started ordering the Pizzles, Paul and I just had two dogs. Now we have four, including a puppy, so I buy in bulk all by myself. Yeah. But to keep a Pizzle, or I also get the cow ears that are not brittle like pig's ears, and they like those. And I'll get... Both
1: of them in bulk and save a lot yeah. of money. It's just amazing. So, so get together with your dog friends and oh yeah. look at buying stuff in bulk. It's it really is amazing.
3: So let's talk about some other cost cutting things. Some of which are are toys that you can make out of stuff at home. Bashir loves boxes, and he we makes, can't tell. Can we? Can't? He makes a mess, <laughs> and I
1: fully admit he makes a mess. And Gina, and my Rottweiler, loves to go along and behind and pick up those little pieces of cardboard and gnaw on them like a baby eating a Z biscuit. But it's swallow. fun.
3: I laugh. He doesn't hurt anything, and it occupies him. And to amuse the puppy, one day when we it was a rainy day, and the puppy was twiddling his thumbs, and we'd already gone through two bully puzzles, I took a cardboard box. And I put a handful of treats inside, and I ran one thing of tape around it, and I gave it to him. And that occupied him for two
2: hours.
3: <laughs> sure. Two hours. He knocked it around. He heard the treats inside. He sniffed at the holes. He flipped it again. But the fun thing, too, was I watched him think. Mm-hmm. Oh He yeah. was thinking, and he was figuring it out. And actually, instead of just destroying it like Bashir did, he pulled the tape off.
1: Ah, a <laughs> different kind of thinker.
3: Mm-hmm. Pulled the tape off, and then he chewed it. But he pulled the tape off first.
1: Oh, uh, that reminds me. I uh, I wish I could give credit to where I saw this. The Nita Audison toys. They're absolutely yes. wonderful. They're awesome. But they are a bit pricey. Yes. So uh, the other day I saw where someone had taken a regular muffin tin. Okay. An old one, a beat up one. Mm-hmm. They put a few kibbles in each of the bottoms of the muffin mm-hmm. pins, uh-huh. and then each coal was covered up with a tennis ball. Oh, oh interesting. interesting. That's a great idea. Maybe not quite as challenging, or what the, but I was watching this That's German Shepherd idea. on the video and pick up one tennis ball, eat the treat. And then picked up the second ball, put it in the first ball's hole. <laughs> oh! It, goes, no, it was no, treats very methodical. That. And working <laughs> its way down. And then occasionally it would go back and check. was it? Did I clear that one? Yeah, there, okay. And pick up the ball and put it back <laughs> down. Just checking that there's <laughs> that no trees under funny. there. That is funny. And I thought you could make it harder by maybe putting, cutting the balls in half. Sure. And yeah. putting them upside, dome, upside but down. But that's a great starter.
4: Oh, yeah. For but a young dog. You know,
1: just Itty get dog. it started that way. Yeah, yeah,
4: that's a great idea. Oh, and then the other one I like doing is um, the water bottles. Yeah, you know, just after I'm done, I throw some treats in there and let the dogs go and have yeah. some fun. The
3: only reservation I put on that is if you've got a dog who will chew plastic bits off.
4: Yeah, you've got to watch
1: yeah. that. Now, on the same lines... But it's like the cardboard box. It's on its oh, way sure. to the recycle bin anyway, anyway. so i yeah. yeah. up on the way there.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. One time when Bashir was young and was antsy, we were still getting water delivered in the five gallon plastic jugs. So we had one that was empty and so I threw a handful of treats in that. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. That was a challenge. That was a huge <laughs> challenge and it kept him occupied for a long time. And I would hear out in the side yard, WOM Bom Bom Bom, roll, 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 Bom, 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 roll, 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 And it took him a long time to get the treats out. But you know what? It didn't cost anything. He didn't damage the bottle. And they were going to clean it anyway, hopefully. (laughs) But it occupied him. And it didn't cost us anything. (laughs) Exactly. It was a great
1: toy. A friend with a pity mix. You know, some strong jaws. Love to chew. Sure. She was going through a lot of big toys. Uh Well, she just started going down to the junkyard. Sure. And getting tires without rims. Oh, yeah. And hanging them from a tree. Just high enough that puppy dog had to jump oh, yeah. and grab it and uh-huh. hang it. Okay, so she'd mm-hmm. have to buy one a year. But she was still saving money mm-hmm. over buying multiple toys. And dog was happier. Sure. You know, a great exactly. Appropriate size for that
3: dog. Yeah. My sister and her husband with Dylan, their pit bull. Yeah. They got the front tires off off-road wheelchair. Mm. Not the little bitty ones, but the, right. the ones made to go... Um, Off of the sidewalk. Oh, yeah. And those were the only things that Dylan couldn't destroy. We
4: had gotten a few, remember, that year. Uh And I still have two. Uh They last forever. So that's, what, six years, seven years ago or something? I still have two. And those things, you roll them down your driveway because they're rubber. They bounce. Dogs love them. And they're, they're strong enough
3: rubber that even... Dylan was one of those big pit
4: bulls with a big yeah, head.
3: He, he big could boy. crunch them and they'd squish. <laughs> yeah. And he loved those things. Yeah. So again, yeah. used, inexpensive, if it cost anything. And it was sturdy. I ran into an interesting idea for a toy in the house. Is I had I get oatmeal in the big cardboard container. Mm-hmm. And Paul and I had finished a container of oatmeal I put the lid back on and realized there were still some grains in there and it made noise so I threw some treats in and tossed it on the floor and they rolled it around and rolled it around and rolled it around and they didn't know how to get the lid off it Uh so it kept them it smelled good Uh and they knew somehow something good was in there and I think finally just by accident it got squished enough that the lid came off but again it's going in the trash anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, you know,
1: make a toy out of it. Exactly. Make sure, you know, using food containers is great because you don't want to yeah. use anything that might have any right. toxicity right. to it. And watch them. Don't yeah. let them tear it apart and eat it. Right. right. But in the meantime, gosh, yeah. Give them a little extra joy, something they haven't figured out Yeah, yeah.
4: exactly. Next. Well, and you were talking, Petra, about doing this for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Because I know a writer who made a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Dog treat cookbook. I was thinking about pulling that one out. You heard that lady Liz Felica.
1: P A L I K A.
4: (laughs) The ultimate dog treat cookbook. (laughs) Uh, Well, dog treats that are out there are expensive. You figure all our friends have dogs. Yeah, exactly. And
1: just spend some time looking at the backs. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. read the
4: ingredients in there. For my little guy,
1: trying to find one that he's not allergic to and that doesn't have a ton of sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah. That could be hard. So I think yeah. it's much easier to make homemade treats,
3: and with the homemade treats, you can vary your ingredients. You can control the quality of the ingredients. Most of them you can cook ahead of time
4: and pop in the freezer. Yeah. What's um, the most recent one you did was um, the apples? Pe- no, oh. the applesauce and ground beef. Okay, people, get your pens. It Hold was on. very simple, <laughs> and dogs went crazy. Pineapples. No. Well, well there's sure.
3: there. Yeah, I made mm-hmm. several, each of which only had two ingredients. So I made ground beef and applesauce, a, simple. a pound of ground beef with a quarter cup of applesauce. Mix it all together really, really well, probably with your hands, because you want to get all the ground beef little bitty pieces when it's um, raw. And you'll have your dogs.
4: Total intention yeah. you-
3: <laughs> Take a cookie sheet, spread Watch this out <laughs> over the bottom of the cookie sheet, so it covers the whole bottom. Bake it 200 degrees for an hour. Pull it out. Drain off the grease. I like to use... The ground beef, like, 96 or 97% lean, so you don't have much fat. But drain off the grease, flip over the mixture, put it back in for another hour, then turn off your oven, open the door a little bit, and just let it continue to dry so it turns into jerky. And break it up in little bitty pieces. Mm -hmm. And let it just turn into jerky. And then put it in a plastic bag in the refrigerator. You can even break it up into several portions and freeze some. And you've got some good dog treats. Make great training treats. Now, another recipe that you do the same way, I did ground bison with pineapple. I did ground turkey with papaya.
4: So I guess between you and your dog, if you're hungry, you can have some. Yeah. <laughs> One for the dog, two for me.
1: Goes into the emergency rations kit. Yeah. yeah.
4: Very
3: simple. Your dog loves them. I made those three recipes as training treats. Yeah. And Boy, people in the classes were asking me for weeks afterwards, what was that treat you had? <laughs> guess the dogs love it. But you can also make the old-fashioned biscuits. And if your dog is allergic to wheat, like Walter, you can make it with potato flour or
1: rice flour. Mm-hmm. The last one I made was qu- 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 quinoa, Q-U-I-N-O-A, flour. Uh-huh. And he liked that, and it seemed to have good texture for making a biscuit.
4: Yeah. So it's... I. Much cheaper to make your own biscuits or own treats than going out there and buying it.
3: And I think one thing that we need to add before we let you all go is one of the best money savers is prevention.
4: Yeah, in In lots of ways. In many ways. I think the one that sticks out in my head the most is, you know, when people are taking their dogs out for a walk and they want their dogs to meet another one. And, oh, he's friendly and his hair is up and he's snarling at the end of the leash. (laughs) <laughs> Let's set them up for a dog fight. Yeah, then all of a sudden there's an issue and somebody gets hurt, and now you got to run to the vet, and then there's a vet bill that you could have prevented yep. if you just said no, thank you, and go to the other side of the street or just avoid the person that. Or does. the
3: people who allow their dog off leash when the dog's not ready to be off leash. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So prevention, prevention, prevention. Whether it be dog food, training, taking care, puppy proofing your house. Puppy proofing your yard,
4: toys that might be inappropriate for the
1: dog because they're going to chew up and swallow. And... Somebody was making fun the other day because you brush your dog's teeth, but you know, if you priced a dental <laughs> cleaning it's on your dog? Expensive yet. as expensive Yeah. As
3: yeah. well as the risk of putting your dog under anesthesia. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Exactly. Yeah. So I hope both of these chapters that we talked about in my book provided some information for you. If you'd like to see the entire table, table of contents for the book, it's at www.readyornotpress all is one word or not press.com. And uh, if you like the looks of it and you think you'd like to order it for a friend for Christmas, you can buy it off the website there, and they'll hold it, and your friend can download it at his or her leisure. It's an electronic book, by the way, not a print book. So it downloads to your computer. So anyway, Or your e-reader. Or your e-reader. Or your Kindle. Or your Mac. Or your, your laptop, iPad. Or, or
1: your, your netbook.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's downloadable anywhere. Wow. <laughs> Technology is wonderful.
1: <laughs> Liz is embracing this new age. Yes.
3: And I've had several of my writer friends go, Wow, you're brave. <laughs> and then another, another one said, Liz, leave it to you to be High tech. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, the book is A Dog in the House, and it's (laughs) www.readyornotpress.com. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: Having a rough day? (laughs) Longing for the dog days of summer? (laughs) Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life?